Good evening, everyone. It's Craig with Craig McKim Networking. How are you doing today? Hope you're having a great week. So last week, we talked about reframing and how we can approach networking differently if we look at it through a different lens. And it was all around looking at networking as a chance to help to build a relationship to ask questions and not to fear the small talk or the big talk, right? So we're still a week out, right? When we talked about reframing, going to take a week, you know, to kind of get your mind around it. I mean, you if you're lucky enough that you can switch on and off, that's fantastic. But if not, spend the week reframing. Also, we, get, uh, we talked about a, the prior episode of how to get more out of your uh, out of your networking how to essentially hold yourself accountable and that was pre-registering or pre-paying inviting somebody and then also working at the uh, or i'm sorry volunteering at the event that you're about to to head into so today i want to talk about three things actually sorry not three things three questions and i'm just sitting here thinking about it not necessarily, sorry, I got the ding on my uh, text message, but not necessarily uh, three questions, but three topics, three things that, to think about talking about when you are heading into a networking event, because that's, that, that's a lot of the, the, the anxiety or the fear, or the whatever you want to call it, of what am I going to say? Well, like last week, when we talk about reframing, think about what, what's in it for the other person? You know, don't think about what you're going to say. Think about what they're going to say. Think about what you can ask them and then let them talk. Like we've talked about introverts versus extroverts and, and who, who does it better or who, uh, you know, who can be a, a great networker. And truth is everybody can, but, but introverts are really, are really um, kind of programmed for that because they don't want to talk and they can just sit and listen. And that's sometimes where the, some, of the best, some of the best relationships happen where you just sit and listen, you ask a follow-up question, sit and listen, and ask a follow-up question, because you don't know when, when, whatever that first question you ask somebody is, you don't know where it's going to end up, right? So have th- so what I want to say is within that week, start thinking about the questions that you want to ask, or think about the three topics that you would like to bring up, and what is it? And what you want to do is make sure that they are not about work. Everybody talks about their work. Oh, what do you do for a living? Oh, I do this, and then you get into work speak, which is great. But that's what everybody else does. Remember, too, you know, we're also trying to be memorable when we're out there. I'm sorry. We're trying to be memorable. <laughs> I think I kind of slurred through that. Um, we're, and so when we start to ask questions that they don't typically hear, one, that's going to cause them to stand up and, or sit up and pay attention, but also it's going to leave them with a little bit different of a thought about you because you asked some well-prepared questions or well-thought-out questions, which they will be to you, but to them, they were just good questions that they don't typically hear. I've been listening to a lot of interviews by Ed Milet. I don't know if you know who that is, but uh, he's a, worth a lot of money, super successful guy, and runs a podcast. Like the number, uh, It's into like the top 50 podcasts in the, in the world or something like that. But everybody that's been on his show have been like, wow, these are really great questions. These aren't questions that I'm typically asked or that I haven't heard before. So think about that. And if you want to check out Ed Milet, I would definitely, I would definitely spend some time on it. He's a, he's a fantastic speaker, but 
So let's get back to them. Three questions ready and rehearsed. As far as, again, you're going to rehearse them, have them ready. As far as the other person knows, you just, you just came up with these off the top of your head. But being prepared isn't a bad thing. And like I said, you make them about or not about work. You gear them towards fun things. And what do people like to talk about? Sometimes they, they want to talk about their dream vacation, their vacation, their favorite vacation spot or their dream vacation. Ask them about that. Or, hey, describe to me your dream vacation. You want to see people's eyes light up like, holy cow, they get to think about going to Hawaii or, or wherever it is that they like to go. And you're the one to get to tell that about. And then you have and then you start to find common threads like, holy cow, I like Hawaii. Or you want to go to St. Martin's? I like that. Oh, I'd love to go to St. Martin's. You know, whatever it is, you're finding those common grounds as you're doing this or that your common ground as you're doing this. And again, they're doing all the talking. Also, you know, people that like books. Um, I don't know who those people are. I'm not one of them. That's not entirely true. <laughs> I do like to read, um, but I'm not, uh, uh, not as much as I should, quite honestly. But anyway, you know, ask them what the last great book they read. You know, lo you're looking for suggestions. You know, what self-help book? You know, what book by Tony Robbins? Or I'm looking for a great fiction, uh, you know, book. What, what do you, what, what's the last one you read? Something, just get into, and then, then you have a whole conversation of, oh, I read this book. Oh, really? And then you can ask, hey, what, tell me about it. You know, what was the best part of it? Like, can you tell, can you give me the story without giving away the story? Because that sounds like something I might be interested in, you know, or maybe it was a cookbook for all I know. You know what I mean? And one I, I really like is what's the highlight of your day or what has been the highlight of your day? Some people may say right here, right now. And if it hasn't been a great day for them, they may say, eh, you know, nothing like it was just a, it was a rotten day. You get a chance to dig into that. Well, what made it rotten? What was bad about it? What didn't you like? Sh uh, surely something good happened. I mean, you made it to work safely. You made it here safely. It's, I mean, it's a low-level highlight, but there's something good that happened that day. And you get to be, you know, you get to be coach. You get to be, uh, you know, the guy that or the gal that makes him or her feel better uh, about that day. And like, oh, yeah, you know what? I did actually, here's, here's what happened. There's a quote by Jarek Robbins. Uh, where he and I don't I saw it on his Instagram I don't know if he if he was the one who coined it but it was did you and I know other people have said it but it was did you have a bad day or did you have a bad five minutes that you milked for the entire day and that really sticks with me uh, it's been on my mind recently anyway but those are uh, you know those are three kind of uh, again those were questions I gave you but you can talk about you know vacations families pets you know, find that, you know, f just ask about, maybe ask about what you're interested in, see where they, see where they land on it. You never know where these questions are going to lead. Best case scenario, you have a new idea for, for a vacation or for a new book or a new TV show or a new, a new uh, movie or whatever. Um, and you, and it's the beginning of a very beautiful and prosperous relationship. Worst case is that you have absolutely nothing in common with that person or you just don't think that they're the type of person that you would want to network with and you get to cross them off the list. It's always my advice that you keep any relationship good, even if on a level, a scale of one to 10, if it's a one, one where one is still being good, 10 is like you refer each other business every other week um, or every week or whatever. Um, but you know, if it's at a one, keep it at a one. And, and you, you always just want it to be you always just want it to be good, right? But then you can also ask some other more thoughtful questions, a little bit more powerful questions of, 
and you know maybe this is why you, once you are in work or you 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 know because eventually you're going to get to work like oh how did you you know you're talking about family and oh I'm married oh how did you meet oh well we both worked at oh okay well really what is it that you do and then you then you do kind of flow into that but one of the questions I, I like to I like to ask is if you weren't in the field that you're in now what would you be doing you know how did you know another one is how did you get in that industry what does it take to do that. Uh, you know, what is the best part of your job or whatever it is that you do? What do you like best about it? Get them, get them thinking positively, one about their job. And then that just kind of, well, that can build momentum for them and, and having a, a good, again, a good thought, not only about their work, but about you, but because you brought out something good about their work or made them, uh, you brought something out of them about their work. And one question that I do like to ask and it's right along the lines of the first one is, if you weren't in the field you are in now, what would you be doing? And they'll tell you, you know, whatever it is, I'd be writing books. I love, to, I love to write and I think writing books. My next question after that is, well, why aren't you doing that? And I get some stunned looks uh, and it just causes them to think. And it's fun and, it, and you definitely, when you leave their presence, you are definitely on their mind because their thought may be, or maybe it won't be, but it very well may be, why, why don't I do that? And then you leave it up to them to, to, to run with that. And maybe you check in with them the next time you see them of, hey, we talked about you writing. Are you writing? And, you know, then again, you kind of get into that little bit of that coach mode, make them feel good about themselves and the things that they'd like to do. And, you know, those last couple of questions are based on, you know, on, on their work, but variations can be used. Um, uh, sorry, just reading a note here, and that wasn't uh, something I wanted to talk about today. <laughs> anyway, listen, I really appreciate you, you hanging in there. This was a little bit longer when I started talking about questions, and that's one of the things is people are like, I don't know what to talk about. Don't worry about what it is that you are going to talk about. Ask them about, even if it is about their work, right off the get, it's fine. But start to, and if you were the one asking questions, you're able to steer them away from work-related items. You can go into family. You can go into, oh, I'm building up vacation time. Oh, really? Where are you going? And then all of a sudden, you're off on a different path, and then you get to talk about your favorite vacation spot too, if you want to. But anyway, like I said, I got a little long-winded today. I do get excited about it and uh, trying to help uh, put the right ideas in people's minds to help get them more successful at their networking. Clearly, that's what I'm all about. But as for now, that's all I got. I hope you have a great one, and I'll talk to you real soon.